What's up, guys? In today's episode, we are going to help you master shipping in three easy steps. The Reseller Hangout Podcast is all about helping you grow, scale, and thrive in your reselling business. We're Rob and Melissa with Flea Market Flipper and have been in the resale biz for over 20 years. Not only do we buy and sell awesome items on a weekly basis, we also coach other resellers how to take their business to the next level. In this podcast, we are committed to bringing you great guests who love to share their tips, tactics that will help you level up in your current reselling business. So let's go. So today we're going to jump into three steps that can help you master your shipping. We know that shipping is one of the biggest obstacles really that for a lot of people, it's one of the things that hangs a lot of people up. So we want to help you bust through that today. That's right. We don't want you to be able to use it as an excuse. We want you guys to be able to really get a handle on shipping. So before we dive into these three tips, let's talk about what you need in your house, in your office before you decide to take on shipping. So a couple things that you definitely need is a tape measure. You need a box cutting knife. You need a tape gun to start shipping. And then of course you need your packaging materials, which is going to be a box. You want to have a box around, you want to have packaging materials that you're going to actually wrap or put your item in to ship it, packaging peanuts or bubbles. So those are all things that you really need before you start really tackling shipping. So that's what you definitely want to start off with are those items. And a scale. You do need a scale. Excuse me. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have a scale with us. You but do you need do a scale. Need... You have to know what your item weighs before you create a shipping label. So you definitely want to have a scale as well. And when you're creating the label, never try to fudge on that stuff. Don't try to say, oh, well, it's really a pound over. Yeah. Let's do... No, it's not going to work for in your favor. <laughs> back in the day when I started <laughs> selling and shipping on eBay, I used to do that. I would back down. So I would start off with the overall dimensions of the item and then I'd back down. Okay. Instead of 51 inches, it's actually 49 inches. And I would do that. The problem is they will come and rebill you for that and you get charged so much more money. So do not do that. Definitely make sure you have the exact measurements that you have and even go over a little bit. If you're half an inch, go over to the round up on all your inches and then in the exact weight, make sure you're rounding up on the weight too, if it's not a full pound. All right. You want to dive in? Let's do it. All right. So the first one is to know your shipping company's guidelines. So this is very important. Now we typically use FedEx and UPS for most of our shipments that are larger items typically yeah, that are outside of the freight realm. So FedEx and UPS both require you to have two to three inches of packaging around the item. So you want to make sure whatever you are shipping, you're wrapping it. And what we love to use is definitely the bubbles. We, we buy the bigger bubbles in hundred foot rolls. And that's what we use. Make sure that you have that wrapped around your item nice and tight to where none of the item that you're shipping is showing. You want to have it nice and tight with that. And then the other key is it's got to be tight fit into a box. You do not want, when you pick up that box and you shake it or you move it, that item cannot shake from side to side. It's got to be in there nice and tight. So if you do have bubbles around it and the box is a little bit bigger, Add the packaging peanuts, throw some packaging peanuts in there as well. So you can keep it in there nice and tight. You cannot use only packaging peanuts on heavier items. The guidelines of FedEx and UPS, I believe it's 15 pounds and under that you have to use some other type of, uh, sorry, 15 pounds or over. You have to use some other type of packaging besides packaging peanuts. So, so basically if something was in a box that you get and it's heavy and it just has packaging peanuts in it and you're, it, it can still be thrown around because the peanuts will condense pretty much. Right? Absolutely. The peanuts 
pins will condense and it will slide. The item will slide through the peanuts and hit the outside and can be broken if the box is thrown or dropped or something like that. So on lighter items, you can just use packaging peanuts, but typically the stuff that we ship is over 15 pounds. If you use the bubble wrap, if you use that and use packaging peanuts, you can do that. You can combine the two. You just can't use only packaging peanuts for items that are over 15 pounds. Yeah. Make sure you know, and you can get, we probably can put a link in here for FedEx and UPS's guidelines that you guys can check those out. But just those are the basics is two to three inches around your item and it fits tightly in that box and make sure it's taped up and it's in there nice and tight for shipping. Now I was just going to add for stuff, small stuff that is not breakable. You know, you can throw that stuff in a mailer usually. And something that I like to do just because we really only do small stuff with the kids when they're selling stuff for the most part. But I like to add now up, what's it called? The... The little bags? plastic bag. Yeah. yeah. What are what are they called? I don't know, but ah! I know what you're talking about. Clear yeah, plastic the bags. Clear plastic bags. I got it's on the tip of my She bag. bought them in the hundred hundred yeah, pounds. And they're so those. nice because if it's something that's not breakable, you can just put it in that. They come in different sizes and then put it in your poly mailer and it just adds a little bit. It just is a nicer pack, packaging. The person who's getting it, it's arriving just a little bit nicer than just thrown into a poly mailer. So Anyways, just want to add that in. So, so know your guidelines that you have to abide by when you're shipping items. So, like I said, the FedEx and UPS for the two that we use. Those are the basics that you really have to know. And then number two <laughs> is always get insurance on your items. Guys, we cannot stress this <laughs> enough. This will alleviate so much stress when you're shipping. Definitely, definitely pay the extra, no matter what it is. Just when was it a couple of days ago? I ended up paying an extra $15 solely for insurance for shipping out. What did I just ship out recently? Was it a, it was the another panel. panel. Yeah. So the panel sold for $800 and it cost me, I think an extra 10 or $15 solely for the insurance guys do not skimp pay that because if the item is lost, you are in trouble. If the item is damaged, you're in trouble. You're responsible for refunding your buyer. If the item gets their damage. So if you're packaging it properly and you pay for insurance, then you are hundred percent. You have ease of mind. You you guys will be able to get the money back for that item if it is damaged or if it is lost. So always, always, always pay for the insurance. FedEx and UPS, I believe it's the first hundred dollars is actually covered in the shipping label, the shipping that you're paying first. Um, so if it's under hundred dollars, you're covered. You don't have to get extra insurance. Exactly. Yeah. But every hundred dollars after that, you they charge to. you a certain fee on it. And like I said, the thing that I just sold was seven or eight hundred dollars, and I had to I had to buy. It was either ten or fifteen dollars extra on top of the uh, shipping price that I had to pay for insurance. So definitely do that. Save yourself a lot of headache. I didn't do that in the beginning. I didn't want to spend any extra on shipping. And now I always do it because you just don't know. That is the insurance. Guess what? I guarantee you have car insurance right now. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you have house insurance, renter's insurance, any type of those insurance. That's to protect you. That's the same as this. Pay that little bit of extra money to do it so you are protected. And I think it's $50. It is $50 for up to pri on priority. Best USPS. USPS is not yep. $100. So. so that's covered with your purchase of a priority label. So if anything over that, you still need to go and purchase extra. extra insurance. And I wanted to talk about the lost items. So we had, we have gotten insurance on a lot of our items, but we sold for a while. We were selling a lot of sleep number mattresses and they fold up in a box really well. It's a cover. It's not, there's no way that that can break at all. So it can't break. So you didn't get insurance. It was $600, 500. What do you think? The, yeah, the, usually 600 bucks is yeah, what, what we sold them for. So we didn't get insurance on it and they lost the package. And then we were like, oh crap, it's not broken but it's lost so what do we do with the person and so they made us refund eBay made us refund the buyer obviously she didn't get her package and then so we were supposed to go after the shipping company but they couldn't do anything because we didn't have insurance so yep. 
How long ago was that? That was uh, a little while, while ago. ago. Yeah. So now we'll do it no matter what. Even Absolutely. if it's not breakable, we still get insurance. I'm telling you, save yourself some headaches. Always pay for the insurance. And it is very minimal compared to what your shipping label is. So that one that I told you about, I mean, I think I paid, if I'm not mistaken, it was like 80 or $90 for the label. And then I had to pay an extra 10 or $15 for the insurance. So very, very minimal compared to what the label cost. You, you sold can, it for 800 bucks, you right? Can do it. Yeah, I think yeah. it was $7.99 is what I sold it for. And yeah. then extra $100 for shipping is what he paid. So I still shipped it. He paid for shipping out of it and the insurance. So just make sure you always do that. Always include that in that. So. And you'd only paid $10 for the item. So yeah. that's a big part too, is make sure that you have enough room, wiggle room when you're buying items to be able to do that stuff. You know, know these fees are coming. So absolutely. Extra insurance. And then we will jump on to number three, guys. And this is, I'm going to actually give you a bonus after three, but three is going to be use eBay to create your labels. This is very, very big. You want to be using eBay. And if you're doing Facebook Marketplace or other arenas, if they allow you to, we only ship through eBay. Um, but eBay is going to save you so much money. I've saved up to like 60% on my labels by using eBay. So you, you definitely want to be creating the labels through eBay because they will absolutely save you money. Yeah. So, And the bonus number four is a big one is just start, just do it because shipping can be scary. Sometimes, you know, you're going, you don't know like, okay, is this going to make it? It might be breakable. It might be bigger than you're used to shipping, but just doing it is going to give you the, the best way to get it done. I Absolutely. mean, you, well, you, your best you're going to get better and better <laughs> at it the more that you do it. So definitely just start, start doing it and you're going to get better and better. If you follow these guidelines, if you make sure it's packaged properly, you're paying for insurance, you're getting discounts on your shipping labels. If you guys remember that one that I just shipped, that panel that I just shipped out yesterday, the day before, it saved me over a hundred dollars by using eBay. So, but all that stuff, the more that you do it, you're going to get better and better at it. It's going to become easier and almost second nature to you. I mean, Melissa can give yeah. you a story on it. No, yeah, I had something that didn't fit into we have we keep all our boxes. So we don't want to pay for packaging material if we can help it. Like we do pay for some stuff, but we keep all of the boxes that we get, anything from Amazon, anything that we order. We keep we have a whole section of just boxes. So I was looking for a box specific size for something that I shipped. I don't even remember what it was, but it, I couldn't find the right size to get it. It was like a little bit longer and narrow. So I was like, okay, well, I can put two boxes together and I'll get it as small because you still want it as compact as possible because you want it the best shipping price but and you want to protect the item so I was like waiting for him to put, do the box for me he was doing something else waiting for him and he was busy so I'm like all right well I'll just figure this out I've watched you do it how many times I can figure out how to do a Franken box so I did it and it turned out good and the item good arrived <laughs> the item arrived safely I really wanted to get it shipped out that day so it got shipped out that day and everything was good and I was like oh this isn't that hard. I can do this. So it was pretty cool. Like to see, okay, I just need to do it. You will be so surprised at all the confidence that you get just by doing it and doing it again and doing it again. So that is the bonus number four. Definitely just start, start doing it and you will get better and better at it. So that is great, great information and that I, we can give you. I wanted to add too, like we do a lot of large items. We ship a lot of large items, but we have a lot of members that are doing it too. And I love that a, a big percentage of them are women who are shipping out like these big cooktops. They're doing some freight stuff, putting stuff on pallets. And I'm like, this, this is just awesome. Like you can do it. And a lot of times we'll, we'll see every once in a while, they'll get in their head like, oh, I can't do this. And then nope. They got it. They You totally can. And you do it over and over and then you become a professional. Absolutely. You get really good at it. So, and then it's just like 
easy. You can do it in your sleep. That's so it. second nature. You guys will totally get it. So guys, hopefully this podcast, this video has helped you guys out. We totally love doing this, but please share, like, subscribe if you are enjoying them. We love doing these. We love helping people out growing. They're flipping sure. their side hustle. And don't be scared of shipping. No! You, you got this. We want to thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a five-star review and share this episode with your friends. We are so incredibly grateful to be on this flipping journey with you. Woohoo! We'll catch you on the flip side.